So hello everyone and welcome to our leadership series on the sofa with Angie. Today's special guest is Christina Dove who is a partner at Mercer and is also the UK culture leader and regional market leader. So delighted to have you on the sofa today. Uh, thank you for joining us Christina. Thank you Angie, I'm delighted to be here with you. It's a great series, I've listened to a few of your other ones so I uh, um, hope I can uh, add to the party. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. Well, when I was looking at sort of where to start today, you have so many accolades and such a fabulous uh, career. I was like, okay, where do we start? <laughs> um, and so maybe we'll start with, you know, you've had a, an amazing sort of 30 year career at, at Mercer. And maybe you could share a little bit about your sort of career journey and, and sort of what's got you to where you are today. Oh, gosh, yeah, sure. So um, I've been at Mercer for um, 32 years, actually. So born, born and bred Mercer. Um, and I started as an actuarial student. Um, I didn't continue to be an actuary. That's a different story. But um, so I worked my way up really through through Mercer um, from administrator to um, team leader to, to operations roles. I've had um, European roles, global roles. Um, and I guess all the time there's been, even though I've been with the same company, there's always been um, something for me to grow into. Um, and every two or three years, I sort of get a little bit bored and think, oh, you know, what, what's next? What can I do next, really? Um, and I've just thought, you know, pick, pick the skills up as I've gone along, really. And I guess um, one of the one of the great areas where I've been able to develop, I guess, is in project management, because actually you pick up an awful lot of management and leadership skills in project management. And that's probably when I'm thinking about it, that's sort of been my main main grounding for moving into leadership roles, really. So, uh, um, yeah, yeah. So that's sort of how I've grown through Mercer. Fantastic. Uh, and I think I love the fact that you, you know, you stayed with the same company, but had different roles uh, each year um, or, or every couple of years. Um, so have you also led global teams as well? Have you expanded your reach beyond the UK? Yeah, so uh, I guess the role sort of a couple before this one, um, I was a transformation leader globally. And I um, I took on a team that was, you know, we had people everywhere in, like, you know, in the US, um, in, in India, in Europe. And actually, they were all doing quite different things as well. So some were um, doing robotics, a new robotics thing. Some were doing leadership and development. Others were doing lean transformation. Um, so they weren't necessarily doing all the same thing. And my job was to bring them all together and create this team environment. And, and they were all, and, and they'd not necessarily met either. And they were all a bit, why are we part of this team? You know, but we'd made the decision to make them part of this team. And as we grew, they actually realized that they could help each other with certain things. You know, you'd be on a call um, and somebody would say they had a problem with something and somebody else said, actually, I, I can help you with that. You know, and that, and that was wonderful seeing that team grow together. Um, and then, by the end of it, we're all sort of, you know, quite sad when I left that job, actually, because um, one, one, one of the things I'm really passionate about is just creating this team environment and inspiring and motivating people to work as a team. And, you know, I was able to do that with that with that group of people. So, you know, no matter where your people are, you can still bring together this cohesive unit where everybody can learn from each other um, and, and, and grow within their roles as well. Absolutely. I mean, we're, we're talking a lot about sort of diversity of thought mm. uh, and that's a great example of having sort of different 
countries and cultures coming together. Um, so how do you feel that, that sort of the company and your team benefited by having that diversity and diversity of thought? I, I think it was sort of um, seeing that other seeing other people almost developing in their role as well. So um, I had one guy in Portugal and he really wanted his Six Sigma black belt and we had somebody else in India that was actually um, she 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 was able to um, uh, you know pr pr provide the qualifications that could get in there so we got those two people working together um, and you know and that that was just that, that that was really good and then we got other people mentoring each other within the team so um, you're right you know we had these we had these different cultures and different ways of just different ways of looking at things I think and then particularly on this sort of as I say we did a lot around um, lean and continuous improvement and um, we had a lady in um, Poland who was just absolutely brilliant and she was very 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 good on the um, the soft side of things if, if, um, you know the, the, the sort of human element of it whereas again this guy in Portugal was very much on the technical side so that, again they were able to work together to actually, um, you know, get something better than if they'd been on their own. So um, yeah, there's some, you know, and and I guess also the guy in that was doing the leadership, that was doing the learning and development side and the training side, he was also able to help the others um, with developing their teams in their countries. So um, yeah, it was it it it, it was nice. <laughs> Brilliant. And so sort of helping other people achieve and, and accelerate their potential is something that you've been very passionate about throughout your career. Specifically, how have you uh, helped women in the workplace? Oh, gosh. So, well, I'm passionate about mentoring, definitely. Um, I really, really love love mentoring. And, um, you know, just recently I've had sort of three new people come to me saying, will I, will I be their, their mentor? Um, I, I think um, I'd like to think I give them confidence really to move to move forward um I've got one really great story of um somebody I was working with that was really on a junior grade and um I was surprised how junior she was actually and we were both working on a European project together and she asked me to be her mentor um and she she, she said to me you know I, I want to be a principal ultimately I want to be a partner and she was just way off from that and um you know some people's companies and most have been guilty of this in the past you know you've got to put your time in and she's like no every single year I want a promotion and we worked with her and she had this absolute framework of what she was going to achieve and by working together with her we we got there and she's a principal now and she is actually advising our board on diversity and inclusion you know and I'm I'm just so proud of her I really am <laughs> so, um, so that's one way and I guess more recently um, the lady I had working with me on um, on culture who came in on a rotation program um, as a project manager um, just really giving her space to grow um, and I really, uh, for me, it was a it, it was a, um, a development skill for me as well because I was letting her take more risks and letting her go with it, and um, just seeing her flourish in that role was just lovely. So you know, you you develop yourself as you're developing somebody else as well. I think so. Uh, um, yeah, just a couple of examples there of um, particularly women that I've developed, which um, yeah, really proud of. That's fantastic, absolutely, and and it's really nice to to help the next generation move through the ranks as well and to be able to share your experience and, and lessons learned along the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Excellent. So you've also won uh, numerous industry awards and uh, more recently you were ranked uh, in the top five by Onalytica as um, uh, the future of work influencer, um, which I think is fantastic. And I think uh, along a sort of similar vein, you were uh, recognized by TimeWise Power 50 as a power part-timer in 2018, um, really showing that uh, working flexible um, sort of working flexible and part-time um, is accessible to senior leaders. So, uh, you know, I'd love to hear about, um, you know, how you as a, as a partner at Mercer um, managed to sort of secure a part, you know, a, a part-time role and what advice you would give to, uh, to other people wanting to do that. Yeah, it's a great, great question. Very topical at the moment, I think as well, you know, with all this homeworking and homeschooling and, you know, all that, all that that, that brings. Um, so I actually went um, part time after having uh, my daughter, Megan, who's now 23. Um, and it was the same time as I was wanting to move in my first um, uh, management role as a team leader, really. So um, I asked to go on four days a week. Um, I think I was probably, if not the first manager, certainly one of the first managers in Mercer. Um, but, you know, my boss at the time was like, yes, of course you can do it. So um, and that that was, um, dare I say, before all this sort of social media and um you know iphones and everything there probably was iphones around but you know we weren't on 24 7 so it was actually easy to switch off during you know during those times so um but you know i never missed a kid's birthday i never missed a christmas concert you know i absolutely made sure that i that i, that I did those those things um and uh, my husband actually went four days a week as well when my son was born so he had mondays off i had fridays off and you know they went they went to nursery or school three days a week so that was great as well um i then upped my hours to four and a half days a week when the kids were a bit older and then last summer i went back to four days and i've just gone to three and a half days actually so uh three and a half days over four um my advice is be um be strict with your time but be flexible you've always got to be flexible we're in a consultancy business so if something's there that you need to do you know you need to do your best to do it but equally try and switch off during those times that you are supposed to be, um, you know, part-time. Um, and um, I would also absolutely advise people to have, to do it for a reason. So, you know, why is it you want to work flexibly or go part-time? Um, and for me, it's my, my, my training, you know, I'm, um, I'm a, I'm a duathlete. Um, I represent Great Britain and actually, dare I say, in my stage of life, I want to actually have time to do that and not, pinching time from work you know I want to have training time that's training time and work time that work the work time so you know my advice to people if they want to do it is do it and make it work for you you know you've really got to but always be flexible um yeah fantastic and that's um a great message I think to people who think that actually we can't have it all as women um but actually it's a great example that you can um you know you're a partner in one of the biggest companies um, in that sector and um, you know you have children and at the same time you are competing uh, for and representing Great Britain uh, in the duathlons which is uh, an amazing achievement and certainly an inspiration to us all as well. Yeah something I'm really really proud of I only started doing it last year but um, yeah I went to the European Championships in 
in in March and uh, you know wore a GB kit and everything it's just it, it's crazy that you know at this time in your life I'm 53 I can represent Great Britain in something so um yeah yeah and it's uh and 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 actually during this whole COVID and isolation, it's been brilliant because, you know, I have this goal, I have a long-term goal, I want to win a medal for Great Britain and just to have, you know, something that's keeping me going as well as work, obviously, but, you know, something in my personal life that's, um, you know, something to aim towards as well. Absolutely. And I think it's just fantastic. And I think particularly as well now, when we're looking at the importance of, of well-being and the link between uh, well-being and performance, mm-hmm. um, how um, has, has you sort of, you know, having your, um, you know, your, your sort of training as, as your sort of motivation and mission, how has that helped you um, as a leader in your role? Oh, um, so I think the, um, you know, the, the, so having purpose is, is a great thing. You've got to have purpose in, in home life and, and, and in work life. Um, I think the, determination to get you know to get things done um the highs and the lows of sort of training and competition as well I'm really learning that I've got a brilliant coach and he's very good on the sort of um the mental side of things as well as the physical side of things coaching my duathlon um and he's dare I say he's teaching me to enjoy pain but um he's also teaching me that um you know in a training session um you know, you might actually be feeling really rough in the middle, but get through it. And actually, you know, you might be stronger at the end. And I think that's that's helping with work as well. Actually, you know, you're going to have tough times, but actually, you know, try and try and get through them. Um, and the rewards will be will be there at the end. So, uh, um, yeah. And, and, and it just helps from my, my well-being point of view anyway. I mean, I, I relax by doing stuff, basically. I You know, I, I have my I have my best ideas when I'm out on my bike or when I'm running and, you know, well, I have some crazy ideas and I come back and I'm, you know, they're writing them down straight away. So that mindfulness and getting away from, from things helps you be more energized when you get back to work. Definitely. Absolutely. And, you know, what a, what a great way to close is really sort of the, you know, the importance of well-being and linking it to, you know, your resilience, your mindset, the impacts on performance and, also, you know, riding out those difficult times, which we all have, and in particular now we're facing lots of different challenges. And sometimes it's in those moments of discomfort and those moments of challenge that actually our greatest growth and our greatest learnings come from. And I think that's a fantastic advice there. So thank you so much, Christina. It's been such a pleasure talking to you today. You're very welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much.